You're listening to Builder Funnel Radio. This is the Building a Family Business Show with Wes and Brooks Powell. Let's dive in. The Powell family construction business has been around for over 110 years. Over that time, it's evolved and been through four generations of the Powell family. What started as a new construction business building spec homes in the Seattle area evolved to building communities, remodeling, building custom homes, and then getting involved with property management. Today, the business currently owns and operates two retirement and assisted living facilities, several apartment buildings, and does third-party property management in the Seattle area with about 750 total doors under management. Over the last several decades, Wes and Brooks have seen it all when it comes to business evolution, family dynamics in the construction industry. This is the show where I work to extract their knowledge and experiences to help you navigate family dynamics, among other things, in your construction business. Let's dive into the show. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. That's the trifecta of the construction business. We all want that, right? Well, after working and talking with hundreds of builders and remodelers over the past two years, BuildBook has discovered the one common ingredient that determines the success of your construction business, the client experience. Yes, if you drop the ball anywhere in the client experience from the first impression to the final payment, things get super messy super quickly. BuildBook has spent the past several months developing the first-of-its-kind platform that focuses on helping you deliver throughout the client journey the one thing standing between you and achieving the trifecta of construction. It starts with marketing tools to attract the right leads, add in sales tools so you can win the best projects, and finish with project tools that knock your client's socks off. If you're looking for an unfair advantage in your business, this is it. Head on over to buildbook.co now to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey guys, and welcome back to Building a Family Business here on Builder Funnel Radio. This week, I'm not joined by Wesson Brooks. I thought it would be good to do kind of a top takeaways. So we started this podcast earlier this year, and the whole goal was for me to kind of pick their brain on different topics around family business, business in general, family dynamics, all of that kind of stuff, just because in the construction space, it feels like many, many businesses are family oriented or there's family connections somewhere in there. So we've been having a lot of fun with it. It turns out that uh, you guys have enjoyed listening to to Wesson Brooks. And so we're going to keep that train rolling. But I kind of was digging through the archives and going through all of our past episodes, I think a little over 30 that we've done so far. And there were some takeaways. And so I wanted to pull those out for today's episode. And the first one was really over communicate. And this one, it just kept coming up over and over and over again. And many of the episodes, almost every single one, it felt like whether we were talking about goals or risk or transition of ownership, whether somebody has a desire to be in the business or not. And uh, so often, one of the takeaways from the end of the episode or just throughout the conversation both Wes and Brooks would say, hey, you got to be communicating. You always got to be talking about this. And it felt like so many issues could be prevented just from over communicating. And in the family business dynamic, they mentioned many times that you have to communicate more than you would in another environment. And so, you know, as you're thinking about 
some of the things that you're experiencing in your family business right now, maybe you're trying to set goals for the next year, like really laying that out, having meetings with everyone, seeing what their goals are, what their objectives are. You know, if somebody has been working in the business, but they're not an owner yet, maybe they're a kid and talk about it. Is, do they want to be an owner? Do they not want to be an owner? And then keep talking about it. So maybe they don't right now, but then maybe two years later, like, yeah, this kind of is, is sounding interesting. You know, I, I think I might want to step into this. And then that over communication and regular communication was something that came up all the time. I think too, if you're in partnership, any sort of shared ownership with family, they brought it up a lot when it comes to risk, because some people will want to grow faster. They'll want to be more aggressive. Some people will be more conservative and you really want people sleeping at night. So having that, the communication around that risk factor will result in you making different decisions and potentially it could result in parting ways and just saying, you know, we're just on too far ends of the spectrum and we're, we just can't, like neither person feels good about it. And so, uh, but that's good to know, you know, and parting ways could be a good thing and it can be very harmonious, but it only happened from communication. So that was the number one takeaway. By far and away, it came up the most often. The second one that I pulled out was that family shouldn't always stay in the business or join the business. And I know Brooks is a big advocate for that. Uh, his kids, he basically said, hey, we're, we're not going to pass this down and that's not our goal. And so that wasn't so much a conversation, but again, they were the, the owners. And so that was something that they implemented, but he's a big proponent of having that conversation saying, Hey, do you, you know, do you want to come into the business? Do I think this is a good business for my kids to come into, or should I just find a way to, to sell it to somebody else or just wind it down and, and use the profits to invest in other assets and then, and then wind it down. So I think uh, it also came up when the guys talked about skills, you know, so when you look at kids coming to the business or nieces and nephews or brothers or sisters or whatever the dynamic is, do those people have the right skills? Do they have the right desire? Are they a good fit for the company? And and those are things that are important to think about because otherwise you can run into the entitlement issues, you know, and people thinking, oh yeah, well, I just get to be in the business. Well, maybe, and, and maybe they do just get to be in the business, but then how do you go about developing? So I think that whole concept of you don't automatically have to make it a family business and and that just combines with number one, which is communicate, you know, so maybe the the parents really want the kids to come into the business, but the kids don't care about it, you know, so that's something that that should be talked about. Number three, takeaway number three was tra around transitions and starting the transition plan discussions super early. And so people are aware of, hey, I'm, I'm not looking to transition the business yet, or I will be in several years or, you know, whatever that timeline is for the current owners but then also getting kind of a feel for um, the people coming into the business. How, how quickly do they want to move into that? But then once you start the transition, both Wes and Brooks mentioned, move through it pretty quickly. You know, maybe a three to five year period where you're moving through that transition of ownership, because otherwise it just tends to get really drawn out. And again, if, if people are in different stages of their life, somebody's more in preserve mode, somebody's more in grow mode, it just tends to cause more issues and problems around goals and decision-making investment into the company versus taking distributions and all those kinds of things. So that was a big one, was just around starting those transition discussions early, but then once you've decided to move forward, move forward with some pace.
The more time I spend in the marketing business, the more I realize that marketing isn't just about your website, signage, social media, and print collateral. Marketing really sits across every part of your business. It starts with your brand, your signs, your website, but it continues on through the sales process. How you present yourself and your company on a sales call incorporates marketing. And just as importantly, how you deliver your service to your client is marketing. The feelings that they have in the middle and the end of the project are big factors in determining whether they will spread the word about you. At the end of the day, marketing across the entire customer lifecycle is really tough. That's why I love what BuildBook is up to. They've been working hard to bridge those gaps and solve those problems. Their new tools start on the marketing side, continue into the sales conversation, and finish with the project. Get these three elements working together and your business will be humming along. Happy clients, more profits, less stress. If you're aiming for the trifecta of the construction business, head on over to buildbook.co to try it free for yourself. That's buildbook.co. All right, let's get back to the show. Number four, takeaway number four was really around the need to build that future generation. So this kind of goes back to what I briefly mentioned earlier around entitlement, but both of the guys talked about this and that if you are going to bring family into the business, it's really helpful if they can learn some of the different roles, maybe even start at some of the the bottom roles. Uh, And that may or may not be applicable for every business or the size of your business, but having somebody come in and kind of earn their stripes a little bit can go a long way, not just for them learning the skills that they're going to need to take over the business, but also earning some trust and respect within the rest of the team that's been there, you know? And, and so family comes in and they do have that kind of innate advantage in that they maybe just get the job if ownership wanted it and, you know, the, the kids wanted it, like they're in. But then I think it's this journey of how do you build trust and respect and all of those things with everybody else that's, that's been there. And explaining the dynamic too. And so uh, really having kind of a thoughtful plan around developing, training, and bringing in that next generation, that was something that both Wes and Brooks talked about a lot in just developing that leadership and, and the skills, the hard skills needed to, to run the business. Oftentimes, that founder, CEO, the person that started the business, they're very entrepreneurial. That may or may not be there with the next generation. But since the business is off the ground, then they can still transition in and learn a lot of the skills that it takes to run the operation and keep it moving, even if maybe it wasn't in their DNA to just like start something from scratch. So that was a big one. And then the final takeaway I'll leave with you guys for for this year, just in thinking about all these conversations with Wes and Brooks, was being intentional. And this one was again kind of similar to the first one in overcommunication and that it kept coming up over and over and over again and a lot of times it it was you know Brooks or Wes saying okay you're in the whirlwind you're in the throes of your business where do you want to be in 5 years where do you want to be in 10 years so in thinking about those goals like be super intentional and if you are bringing family in again being intentional okay i've got two kids and i think they're both interested because we've talked about it And now they're going to come in like, what does that plan look like? Is it a five-year plan? Is it a 10-year plan? What roles do they need to uh, learn? What uh, skills do they need to to develop? You know, and so just that intentionality around goals is really important. But then also a big one that we talked about a couple of times was 
just your vision for the business and what you want that end outcome to be. You know, and if you're not intentional with that, you'll kind of meander a lot. And and I find that you you move at a slower pace and you maybe end up somewhere and you're you've been doing it for 15 or 20 years and you're going, hmm, well, this isn't kind of what I thought it would be, or it isn't what I hoped it would be. And maybe it's great, but it's maybe maybe you would have picked something different had you just taken a little bit of time to think about it. And so both both the guys talked about that intentionality with the business and and that weaves into do you want to sell it? Do you want to wind it down? Do you want to pass it on to your kids? What does that outcome look like for you? What's a good scenario for you? And then if you do want family involved, what's a good scenario for them? And uh, the earlier you start thinking about that and the more intentional you are in just making the decision, this is what I want it to look like. This is how I want it to be. Then you can actually start taking those steps forward. And again, just especially with any kind of transition, having that intention Hey, I, okay, I do want to transfer it. So let's figure out those steps. Let's figure out that timeline. So there you have it, guys. Some top takeaways from the year. Again, it was over communicate. Family shouldn't always be in the business. Maybe they should, but they, they might not. Start transition plans early. And once you start them, move quickly. Developing the future generation skills and having a plan for that. And then intention, you know, being intentional with whatever your goals and your vision and your transition plan is going to be. That's what I've got for you today, guys, as we wrap. We're getting close to the end of 2020 here. Hope you guys have been enjoying this segment of Builder Funnel Radio with uh, with Wes and Brooks. A lot of times they ask me like, is anyone listening to this? You know, so um, if you guys are out there listening, shoot me a note because I'd love to forward them some of the, the responses. So you can send me an email over at radio at builderfunnel.com. You can always jump onto our blog and, and leave a comment on one of the episodes. I'll see that as well. But the easiest and best way is if you're listening to this right now, just uh, send me a quick email again, radio at builderfunnel.com. Let me know if you've been getting any value out of the show, what you think. And uh, I'd love to pass that along to the guys because uh, the podcasting thing is a little bit newer to them. They've been very gracious in sharing their time with me and with all of you. So anything that you can you can chime in and share would be much appreciated. But with that, we'll wrap. And as always, I appreciate you guys. This has been a fun ride for us. We're about three years into this podcast journey. Love connecting with, with those of you that are out there listening. We're just trying to move this industry forward in a positive way. And uh, I know all of you guys are just trying to improve your businesses and, and move your lives forward in a positive way too. So hopefully we can keep doing that together as we head into the next year. Thanks guys. We'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Mm-hmm.